Welcome. Welcome to the While My Batteries Charge podcast. Join us as we talk about all things radio controlled. And now, your host. Folks, this man, he is the king. Mr. CCXRC himself. Tony Cece. Tony Cece. Hey, what is going on, you guys? Welcome to another episode of While My Batteries Charge podcast. Man, it has been a busy couple of weeks, couple of days, couple of everything. The last couple hours even have been busy. But yeah, we're coming today. We're going to be talking about a couple of things in particular. First off, the Arma Fire Team, followed by Monster Truck Wars RC Intermission Bash. Uh, we I was able to go to the Monster Truck Wars show with the full-scale real monster trucks at Kellogg Arena in Battle Creek. Um, and so they'd asked us, uh, several people, if they would um, put on an RC intermission show. Um, and then during the, uh, basically the pit party, have our trucks on display and all that, people could talk to us and all that. We'll talk about that later. First up, guys, the most exciting news so far for me in the RC world of 2022 has been the Arma Fire Team. It came to me back in December. It was sent to me, and they told me, do not open this without uh, videoing your response to it because it was that different. So right away, I was kind of on like a guard, I guess. I was like, I what is coming? What are they going to have? Is it going to be a crawler? Is it- They've said they'd never do a crawler. It couldn't be a crawler. What is this thing going to be? Is it 16th scale? Is it um, something else that's fifth scale? I had no clue. And then a box showed up. And it was a good-sized box. And on the side of it, it said Fire Team. And it had a bunch of kind of military-looking emblems and stuff on there. So I was kind of not sure what to expect. So my wife filmed me um, going out and getting the package, bringing it inside, and then opening it. And I was blown away by what I saw, which was an a UTV, you know, an, an all-terrain type of vehicle, but it was military themed in that it had like this fire team assault crew inside the vehicle, weapons and all. It was wild. Like I'm like, holy cow, this is not anything I expected it to be. Fully caged vehicle from Arma as well. So it had the U- you know, they had the Mojave and it had a little bit of cage work up front, but it was kind of superficial. But this is like structural integral part of the body and the way that it mounts and clips into the chassis and all that. It's pretty cool. Um so it also did something different in that they utilized the handbrake like feature from the infraction and they put it into this vehicle. So you have this basher with a cage and a brake. And, you know, I was kind of skeptical, you know, I'm like, man, this is such a basher brand. You know, um, they say blast, don't just, you know, bash blast. They've got some of the on-road stuff they've been doing. So this, this is like kind of a mix of the two, like slamming the infraction into the 6S lineup. Because that's what it is. It's a 6S lineup. So it's a good-sized truck. One of the coolest features, I thought, was the wheels and tires. 
just that military look that they have to those like no flat tires that they run. And um, they just look super, super killer. And then on top of that, they don't really balloon that much. So it's almost like having belted tires on it. So, you know, I'm, I'm kind of skeptical. I'm thinking, you know, uh, you know, honestly, my brain is like, okay, Traxxas had a tactical vehicle and it did not do well. Now, it was a crawler um, and it looked like, you know, something that you'd go to a riot in. Um, and so it didn't do that great, you know, because one, they didn't have a whole lot of crawlers out yet. And that was kind of like their second offering, I think, even. They had the uh, the Land Rover Defender, and I think the next one was that like police-looking, um, military-ish uh, vehicle that they came out with, and um, yeah, it just it was an interesting in um, thing. Look, eventually, not luckily, eventually they ended up lowering the price, and I think getting rid of all of the stock of them, but. It wasn't something like people were then buying it so you could get it cheaper and then removing the body and putting a different body on, you know? So so part of me is like, is this going to fly? Or, you know, how is this whole assault vehicle thing going to appeal to people? I think one of the winning things about it, though, is that it does have that UTV look to it that's just so striking and so... Cool. I mean, you know, a lot of people have UTVs, so they'll see it up on a shelf and it'll, you know, boom, boom, you know, click with them in a way. Um, so I think there's definitely that going for it. Uh, there's going to be definitely a lot of people that are military people as well. And there's a lot of military people that are into RC. And so they might find that assault vehicle kind of cool as well. Uh, and that is done, you know, to a different level. And I mean, it's a different type of vehicle than the, um, the Traxxas one was as well. So I think that's going for it. Anyway, all of this, I had hesitations as I'm looking at it. Like, I'm like, this is cool. You know, the guys holding guns. I thought that was cool. Um, very military looking, not in a, like, uh, you know, it could be kind of Halo-ish, you know, it could be video game-esque as well. Um, but you know, I don't know. I grew up as a kid. We played with GI Joe. We did all, you know, they came with toy guns, so the gun thing wasn't a big deal to me. Stuff still comes with toy guns. I know um, there's a lot of people against it, and, you know, I get it. You know, there is some crazy stuff happening in our world, and we should be looking at ways to uh, try and remedy that. But there's also that whole thing of, like, a few bad apples ruin it for the rest of us. Like, for me as a kid, having the toy gun stuff, that was just cool. Like... I never thought about using it in a way that I, you know, it never made me want to be somebody that used a gun because I was playing with the toy that had guns, I guess is what I'm trying to say. We did the whole storyline arc of what we saw on TV, and that was it. That's as far as it went. So it was very cool and G.I. Joe-ish to me. Anyway, what really got me, however, was the performance of this thing was off the chain. The body roll, and I don't mean like rolling over, I mean the way that the body rolls in the corner and it stays planted is insane. It's such a plush suspension and it just soaks everything up as it's going over the bumps. And um, on the ground, this vehicle just drives like a dream. In the air, it flies straight. It corrects itself a little bit. If you get a little bit cattywampus in the air, 
you can usually recover and it'll land itself, which is awesome. Um, I didn't find it hitting and bouncing and rolling and doing anything crazy like that, like some other vehicles do. It just drove like one of the best vehicles I've driven out of the box, honestly. And I would say it's probably my favorite Arma to date. Um, you know, I do love the Big Rock. That's got a place in my heart because of the price point of it and how awesome it is for that low price point. But this thing, you know, no price point considered, which we'll talk about in a minute, um, it just handles so good. So I have um, an Outcast, I have a Typhon, I have Italian, I have a Creighton 6S. So I have, of the, the 6S lineup, those are what I have. Um, I think that's all I have of that 6S lineup. Outcast, Italian, Typhon, Creighton. Yeah, so those are what I have. Um, the, the Italian is an EXB, and it probably was... Oh, I have the Mojave as well. Um, the Italian was probably my favorite of that lineup. I liked the Creighton a lot for doing tricks and stunts. I liked it better than the Outcast. The Outcast was too stunt truck for me. Um, and so the Creighton was kind of like what I wanted the Outcast to be for my driving style. Um, where the Italian, if you leave it, stock tires, everything, um, it wasn't super flippy and whatever. It just drove really good. And that's kind of where this is at, but it's just more, I don't know, it just soaks stuff, the the bounce, the bumps and all that, probably because of the weight of the cage. So the ground driving of it's fun, and the handbrake is just so wicked. You can hit it on cement, and it just slides. It doesn't roll over, whatever. It just locks up and changes direction and goes um so the power and it's just amazing now to talk about it though you you have to talk about the price because the creighton 6s is considerably cheaper you know about that 650 ish price range it's about 100 bucks cheaper this is coming in at 750 for the fire team um so just under i guess like the italian exb RTR price point. Um, but the reason is that the injection molding cage, for one, adds cost. Uh, it also has the um, the brake feature. So that's another added cost. Um, so there's little things that are added to it that do add to the cost of the vehicle. It is machined a little bit different. It doesn't use the same um, shock towers different molding pieces not being used and traded with other ones in there which means that the volume of them being made isn't as large which would help cost cut costs a little bit so there's just little things that we're not thinking about plus just in general the cost of rcs and the production has gone up um, with that and the shipping and all of the fiasco that we're dealing with right now as far as inventory so um, I think it's about right. It's hard to say because there's really nothing else out there like it. And so um, that makes it tricky. I know that I had put in, I was really excited about it when I saw it. Um, I did, like I said, I had the doubts about the cage and the durability, which I think is probably one of the most durable, actually. I've done some weird hits and weird landings, all kinds of stuff, and expected a few breaks, and I haven't broken anything. Well, no, that's not true. I cracked one of the outer parts of the bumper, not even like the bracing part of it, but just kind of like 
a superficial little um, tubular part of it on one side cracked. Um, and then I have a little crack right where the uh, body post is. But that was in like a below freezing run in the snow that caused that. So um, partly it's the way that I was running it that played into that a bit. But yes, this thing is definitely at the top of the Arma lineup for me. Uh, specifically in that 6S range, uh, you know, but I think even... I think it would even top out anything in the 8S range for me currently as well. Um, just because smaller size just means it's more practical to take with and use. And I find myself reaching for it. So, um, in fact, that's what I find myself reaching for right now is either my LMTs or for this fire team um, in this time right now. So, let's talk about, speaking of LMT, let's switch gears. Fire team equals awesome. You should definitely check them out at your local hobby shops. Watch all the videos on it, guys. I'm not the only one that feels this way about it. Uh, Matt and, and I, from Matt from Scale Builders Guild and I, were chatting about it. And, you know, I was kind of waiting to hear what he thought of it because I knew the reaction I had was very positive. And I wasn't sure that other people were going to feel the same way. Um, and he said that it was probably one of his favorites as well. Um, it was right up there. And so... That was cool to hear, and I've heard other people say it. I know Outsourced RC has just done a video video after his, but I'd actually shot it like three weeks before he even had one, and I was saying these things about it. So it just made me feel like, okay, it's not just me. There are other people that are feeling this way about it because so many times you, it's, you're afraid to say these kinds of things because of the ramifications of it. People kick back. You know, there's not a lot of love um, in my comments for this, vehicle and nobody understands it and I knew that was going to be the case um, so it's not for everybody I said that in the in the unboxing um, some people are going to hate it just because they wanted a one-fifth scale um, granite or they wanted a 16th scale Creighton you know it's they everybody has what they want Arma to do in their mind and they're constantly saying what and telling Arma what to do and they want the 4s lineup and they want this and they want that and so this was not in their uh, wish list of things and so they're just fighting back against it and they just are negative about it too toy like the cost um what you know whatever totally disregarding it's like the people that when walmart first came to town they're like i want nothing to do with walmart these are my opinions about it i've never stepped foot in it but i will i you know i hate it um and now they shop there and you know whatever uh but you know it's Opinions are something that everybody has, and the hard part is once you formulate one, whether you're right or wrong, you kind of stick to your guns until f something, some change happens where you're like, oh, wow, you know, this is pretty cool. And so I just feel like people aren't even giving it a chance, and they should because I questioned it. And yet here I am saying this is probably the best one. And Rich Duberbash as well saying the best ready to run um, vehicle that he's he's driven. Now he's making his do all this kinds of stuff that I haven't set mine up to do, uh, but he he sees how well it handles and what can be done with it and the durability and all of that of it. So um, anyway, give it a chance. Let's switch topics. I want to talk about the Monster Truck Wars in Battle Creek. What a fun event! 
Um, I got reached out to you. I saw it post in a couple of the groups that they were looking for um, people that might be interested in the different tour dates that they were doing and coming and being a part of like an RC something at the event, intermission. I wasn't sure what exhibition. Uh, and even until we got there, we weren't sure exactly what we were doing because each venue, you know, basically opens up different things based on the setup there and what they're going to be able to do um, in their particular setup. So uh, until we got there, we, we weren't even really sure what we were going to be doing. Um, it sounded like we might just be having them out on tables and talk with people in very little running space. Uh, turned out we had a huge area where we could run, and they had us out and set up in the pit party. There's the whole section there where they parked the trucks. They had a bounce house. They had uh, the lawnmowers, the race lawnmowers set up, and then they had a you know a row of tables that we were set up on with the RC cars. And it was busy, man. There was a lot of people that came to this event, and there was two of them. It was back to back on um, Saturday, and so. Uh, the morning ones, uh, they opened the doors for like the pit party, I think at 12. Uh, and it was open for a while, almost an hour, just people coming through chatting. They were riding the ride truck and that thing, like I said in the video, that thing was making money all day. It was awesome. And that's good for them. I mean, that's, that is what helps this be able to keep on going and doing what they're doing. So uh, that and the merchandise was selling like crazy too because by the second show I noticed that the table had a lot less stuff because they were just selling through stuff, which is awesome to see. Um, we, again, we set up our stuff. Bobby Santoro, I guess, was the main contact. Uh, Hobby Bobby uh, from Nake and Hobby in, here in Michigan. Um, and then we had a bunch of other people that had showed up. And um, the only people I really knew... Um, from several events was Charles and Charlie. Uh, and then there was a couple other people and, uh, from race events that I'd seen and met and, uh, yeah, but everybody, man, we had such a good time and we had so much fun talking and laughing and running the trucks. Once we actually like got to do the intermission, um, it was kind of one of those things where it's like, we don't know what's going to happen here because we didn't think we had a lot of room. I only brought like one backflip ramp and I'd said kind of like, eh, be careful with it. It's not super <laughs> sturdy anymore. Um, I wouldn't hit it with a big truck. And then we went out there and we were doing backflips off it and there were some plastic jumps and we you know, just having a blast. And there was all different kinds of vehicles, several LMTs out there, several um, SMT-10s. Um, and then I think maybe there was an Emax as well. There, I mean, it was just all kinds of stuff out there. And I, in the first one, mainly ran my LMT and had a blast. Um, and I just decided the battery, you know, kind of was getting low on it. So I switched over to the Outcast 8S because a lot of people were asking for that. And they there was a lot of interest in it, actually, during the, um, the pit party. So, um, yeah, I took it out there. And there really wasn't – the plastic jumps just – we didn't tape them together. We didn't tape them to the floor. They were kind of sliding everywhere, which was fine. We were hitting them and, and doing stuff great with the LMTs and the smaller stuff. But with that big thing, I couldn't really hit any jumps. So I finally went over and hit my wood ramp from the back and jumped it. And it was fine. I did it a couple times. Well, then I was like, well, 
I need to do something more with this. So maybe I can hit the backflip side and make it go into a backflip. Well, I tried and it ripped the whole top off of the jump when I did it. Uh, it was still standing. I could still hit it on the backside, which was fine. But then I was going around and, and um, I hit a jump. And when I landed, it landed heading toward the side of that backflip jump that I'd made. And the problem that I found with the uh, outcast out of the box, I hadn't tuned it or anything, which is brand new. First time I'd driven it, actually. First time batteries had gone in, it was at that event. And the brakes are set at like 25%. I don't know who in their right mind programmed it to be that low because that's dangerous when you have that big of a vehicle that won't stop. I'm sure it was to try and um, preserve the motor and different electronic parts of it because of you know how heavy it is and stopping quickly but man when that thing's lumbering and you can't stop it oh my goodness it's terrifying uh, plus mine was only set to forward brake I couldn't go into reverse with it so that was another problem so between the two shows I did take out my spectrum program card and reprogram the ESC punch all the way up brakes up to like 75% from 25% and then I added reverse um Anyway, I kind of hit it from the side and the whole thing fell over like cartoonish, like just imploded on itself and was, um, I was like, oh, here I was telling everybody not to hit it with the big stuff and I did it to my own. Luckily it was me. I broke my own ramp, but, um, it was a bummer that it was the first show and not the second. So, um, turned out to be okay because for the second show, we ended up taping one of the plastic kickers to one of my tables that we put up at an angle and that gave it some really good angle to get backflips and do a whole bunch of big air that the crowd loved. So speaking of that, I mean, that was one of the most fun things. There were so many people there and they were all cheering. They, they really got into the RC, um, intermission part of it and were cheering and, you know, Oh, you know, and, and reacting to crashes and crazy stuff that was happening. And so, um, I mean, it was an adre adrenaline rush for us running them and a total blast. I do have to say, though, I broke on the second run when we set up that table thing. I launched the outcast off it and I broke the rear A arm um, at the hinge pin, which is, is common um, because of the way they have the droop screw and that little metal piece sticking out. So it does happen and, you know, it's unfortunate. So I pulled out my LMT and I bashed that for a bit and then I got the max out and the max, I mean, the people went nuts cause that thing was doing, um, double backflips and front flips and big hard crashes and, um, sidewall cyclones and all kinds of nuts stuff that it was just doing. It was out of control. Like, you know, not super controlled. It was just, you know, ballistic and people liked it. So, that was pretty crazy, but um, yeah, that was ended up being we ended up I when I, I picked that up, I handed my LMT controller over to somebody who'd broke their car, um, Charles, and said, "Hey, just run this man," and so he ended up breaking one of the shocks, or the, I think just the um, the piston came off um, the shock, so uh, something like that it looked like, and it should be easy to fix. So anyway, uh, but everybody was done, but the max just kept going for like another five minutes or so, just flipping and crashing and, and having a good old time and people being like, dude, what is what is that thing? But uh, yeah, so 
Anyway, guys, it's been crazy. Uh, I've been doing stuff with the Furtex site. That's been awesome. We've been doing a lot of the micro stuff, the Godzilla motor and the Rocketman transmission from FuraTech um, has been announced and is coming. And I, I actually have one here um, that I'm going to be installing into a Tiny Titan, hopefully, and uh, moving forward with that and seeing it and how it works in different chassis that are out there uh, because... The Micro Monsters is what I'm having a ton of fun with right now. In fact, we had them there at the uh, RC Monster Truck Wars. Not the not the RC Monster Truck Wars. At the Monster Truck Wars, we were running the um, Micro RC Monster Trucks. And uh, the other RCers were having a blast with it. And, um, yeah, they're just they're really fun. So while we sat around and waited, we just put down a few jumps. And we're hitting it and having a blast. Anyway, you guys, um, there's going to be more podcasts coming and uh, a lot more content coming. I just posted a video to YouTube about an hour ago of the Fire Team Snow Bash and talking about whether or not it's my favorite and things like that. But you guys have fun on our scene and we'll catch you next time. <laughs>